Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the famously unpasteurized and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe here's podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter show. And you can't miss this. <laughs> this week on the Ned Natter show, from a colder Florida, we look at robots. Yep, a climbing dog robot that is. Florida manatees and hideous reflections. Then, of course, we visit with me artist retreat and discover freedom, sorcery and true romance. Add to that, you're just going to love me always packed show, more so when we take a look at me other crazy regular features from around the world too. <laughs> at Two Medicine Farm, or what's now loosely referred to as Ned Natter's Florida Island, I've been suffering from wind and chainsaws. Yep. That's cold wind from nature, not the bean kind. (laughs) It's brought down a few trees and I had big trouble with my chainsaw. Well, the metal bit, you know, the chain runs round it, that is. Yep, it's called the Oregon Bar and it's bent out of shape. Yep, just like a few things I've got around the farm right now. (laughs) But when I mentioned a new Oregon Bar to me farmer, Ding Dang, he thought an Oregon Bar was a place where you might be able to get a beer. Ding Dang's logic is simple. That's all bent out of shape too. (laughs) Also on that note, you know, things that cause destruction and make a lot of noise doing it. The monstrous mother-in-law, or M.I.L., yep, that's movie actress Satana Troglodyte, is still clogging up me farmhouse. Add to that the wife Elsie and her best buddy beyond it, that's beyond it, Brandy Washington, or BBW to her friends, took advantage of the cool weather yep, and went for a day trip to view the manatees. <laughs> I know, a day off the sofa does sound rather shocking, doesn't it? They're swimming close to the power station outfall. No, that's that's right, the manatees. Yeah, not the horrifying threesome there. No, no. A rare thing, nature taking advantage of humans for a change. Yeah. See, they love the warm water. On the other hand, the wife, Elsie, had never seen a manatee or what's affectionately called a sea cow before now. Hmm. She nearly fainted at first, that's right. Yeah, see, she thought it was a reflection in the water. <laughs> Naturally, the poor old manatee got nervous and paddled away pretty fast. Yep, they're already endangered, or at least threatened. Yep, more so with the wife falling in and flattening it. (laughs) So there'd be one less. Either way, manatees are vegetarians, so they'd have to leave the wife well alone. Add to that, they spend their entire lives trying to dodge boats and other large objects in the water anyway. (laughs) Satana, the MYL, really likes manatees, yeah. Trouble is, she couldn't eat our one. <laughs> mm. But nevertheless, enjoyed throwing bunches of me best organic kale in the water to encourage them along, yeah. <laughs> but of course, it's illegal to interfere with them, yeah. Add to that, the mother-in-law's already on the Fish and Wildlife Department's known predator list. <laughs> 
Whilst on the subject of disasters, there were no newcomers to me farm artist retreat, or what I've mentioned before is me artist rehab. Yeah. <laughs> Camper artist retreat manager Quinton's eager to get more like-minded folks here on the farm this year, but unfortunately he's preoccupied with his own problems right now. One of the first retreaters, that's Norman, he's Quinton's angry young man, <laughs> 50 years too late that is, yep, went for a drive over two weeks ago with Coagulet, that's Quinton's happy-go-lucky guitar-plucking partner. Yep, a very long drive. <laughs> Add to that, Coagulet deliberately left his cell phone, cell phone behind. Yep. Quinton had no idea what happened to the Wanderers, although a few days ago he was watching a live stream show from Miami on his laptop and was horrified to see Coagulate and Norman dancing away in the crowd with all the other revellers without a care in the world. <laughs> yep, it seems that Quinton somehow inherited Norman's former breakdown of the week syndrome now. Yep, he's been broken down for days. Well... <laughs> If you met him, you'd just think it was for years, but uh, you'd probably be right, you know. He's definitely got less air and more wrinkles this week. <laughs> Last week's additions to our artist retreat were the snowbird variety from Boston, but they're not artists, oh no. A couple of warm-weather-hunting, snow-hating mystics, yep, Sybil and Rune. They like to dabble in a bit of modern-day occult and sorcery, so Quinton's been harassing them for a resolution. No, not the New Year's kind, no. <laughs> he wants to get Coagulet back to the farm. So they've spent the last four days trying to possess Coagulet from a distance. Yep, possess him from a distance. <laughs> Trouble is, I think Coagulet's already bored with being possessed, particularly by Quinton, and he's planning on playing his guitar elsewhere from now on. <laughs> Add to that, I think Sybil and Rune went too far. I mean, making an effigy out of Coagulet's underpants... <laughs> and candle wax with the addition of a few stray hairs from his comb. <laughs> if anything, I think the pins they stuck into the so-called resemblance of me former farmhand are more likely to keep him down there in Miami, not bring him back any time soon. But like I said, I don't think he wants to be pinned down ever again. <laughs> Add to that, when I mentioned <laughs> the whole thing to old Nan, <laughs> oh dear, yeah. My mother and our full-time resident witch, she reckoned they'd been reading far too many do-it-yourself magic books. Yeah. She also said you need a lot of experience to make any voodoo doll work these days. Yeah. Add to that, the Chinese make them cheaper and in a range of handy sizes. Oh she also suggested the best thing the amateurs could do was to give up on magic altogether and drive down to Miami and fetch Craiglet back in their SUV. Yep, it's not magic, but has a far more predictable outcome. <laughs> Add to that, later in the day, she even offered to go with them. I thought, well, that's very odd, until I discovered she'd found a great casino down there with 800 loose slots. Now there's an incentive for the old crow to travel. And, of course, without putting any additional wear and tear on our already high-mileage broomstick. This is Nevin, and we're the Nevin Radio Show. I'm every Wednesday. You can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. On a high note, after I gave his self-help book the thumbs down, well, I actually gave it back to him, <laughs> Galon, 
the self-described self-help guru packed up his teepee along with his tapping typewriter and parted the farm in a hurry. Yep, that's what I call the best bit of self-help I've seen in a very long time. <laughs> Add to that on an even higher note still. Yep, definitely the upper end of the soprano range. Our once deeply unhappy retreater and recently divorced sculptor, that's Wilmer, has abandoned a huge lump of limestone for good. Yep, and received a proposal and diamonds from... Luigi Spaghetti, me Ferrari obsessed tractor mechanic. Yep, I can see the cost of me tractor repairs shooting up soon. <laughs> but on the other hand, that's what I call a two medicine farm success story. You know, Italian car obsessed bachelor meets hot divorcee. Mmm, object marriage. <laughs> yep, much better than a self help book, don't you think? That's more like true romance or possibly what I call a help yourself book. Very nice indeed. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. By the way, I read this really interesting article a few days ago about toys. Yep, toy sales are bouncing back and not just the balls. <laughs> Apparently, one of the biggest growth areas is toys sold to adults for adults. Yeah, and it's not what you think. No, no, no. Keep your mind out of that direction. It's all about nostalgia and adults are buying themselves the toys they had as kids. Add to that, they're playing with them too. I can just see it now, you know, no more nights in watching a favourite movie or sneaking to bed early for a bit of overdue loving. Oh no, it's a fight over who has the most Lego. Or who has the parts needed for the ultimate Lego creation. Mm. And whether Barbie... Is for a man or a woman? Well, you'd have to ask her that. Maybe she's, uh, you know, non-binary these days, and that's going to cause some serious problems in the plastic toy world for sure. <laughs> so it seems that the toy manufacturers are not so worried about losing out to gaming after all. Leave that to the kids. Yep, the adults are busy with the real toys. Oh but before I leave the subject, I must be showing me age here. Yep, yep. They don't even make the toys I played with when I was a child. <laughs> that, of course, brings me to something genuinely ancient. You know, me antique, 95-year-old mother, old nan. Mm. She's interested in toys too. Yep, toy boys. Yep, a dated expression for sure. In other words, eligible men under the age of 55. <laughs> she enjoys at least a 40-year age gap. Oh, dear. On the other hand, her best buddy and gambling drinking fiend, that's Toshiko Suzuki. Yep, she's me lawyer brother and black sheep of the family, Nelson, that is wife and Beverly Hills sex therapist, Heiner's now 103-year-old grandmother. Yep, another long-lasting specimen. She's not much interested in the opposite sex, though. You know, her life is spent reminiscing about her former life as a cruel dominatrix and planning the latest poker coup with old Nan. Add to that, old Nan's evil spell on our short-sighted and helpless mailman, poor old Virgil, has paid off. And he drove them to a local casino this week, and of course that was followed by their weekly supper date. Oh dear. It's going to be a month of casino touring for sure. Old Nan and Toshiko usually only get one chance at a time, yet before the famous old card-sharp sisters get banned 
or at least told never to come back. <laughs> Card counting, it's not illegal, but the old crows have made it into a private kind of art form. Add to that, most of the time, the dealer and other players think they're old, senile and past it. Well, they might be old and past it, but they're definitely not past fleecing poker players and poker rooms twice nightly. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Anyway, thinking of hideous nightmares like me poker playing crows, I still got these very weird dreams here. They've returned with a vengeance like never before. Added to that, the weirdest ones always seem to arrive when I'm having a nice nap, but never in bed. This time though, I was resting up in my farm office and it all started with a daydream. That part was private and quite pleasant, actually. But it soon ended up becoming a hideous nightmare when I dozed off. It was just after the wife beyond it and the mother-in-law had returned from their day out with the manatees. Mm. See, I'd walked into the living room to find not the hideous threesome, but three manatees sitting bolt upright in me sofa. A weird sight indeed. Worse still, old Nan was standing there with a garden hose, wetting them down and insisting they should not be out of the water. Then, without warning, the one sitting in beyond its usual spot began to shout at me. Yep, shout. (laughs) No more greens, we sick of greens, Ned. Dear, a manatee speaking. Well, it was a nightmare. (laughs) I woke with a start and discovered beyond it had done something never witnessed here on the farm before. Yep, she'd made her way, yep, all the way from the sofa and into me little farm office. (laughs) Well, it was a lot smaller with her in there, I can tell you. She was standing and shouting at me. We's bored with greens, Ned. No more greens. We want something else to eat. Oh, Yep, a nightmare right there, larger than life and twice as dangerous in a very small space. (laughs) I said I'd go to the store and get them some different veggies just to get her out of my office. Oh dear. Yep, that's the only thing I could ever give beyond it. Yep, some kind of concession. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. On the other hand, still on the subject of greens, yep, me scruffy farmer and Ding Dang has been in me cabbages all week, shooting rabbits and suffering a cold snap. I was trying to warm up with his daily beer and now vodka quota. Yeah, see, someone told him that the Russians keep warm in winter, drinking vodka. (laughs) For a born and raised southerner, anything under 40 degrees is close to Siberia. (laughs) But despite the drama, I've still got that unforgettable little feature on my show, so here's Ding Dang's southern quote. It's colder than a well digger's nappy. He reckons that he's never experienced such cold weather. Yep, that means it's still warm enough to make most northerners extremely happy. Yep. Add to that, I've got my own cold weather statement. Yep, it's colder 
I mean mother-in-law's stare. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's cold enough for me. <laughs> Living in Florida turns you into a weather wimp, for sure. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Well, next up, I've got my new segment for you, and it's called Ned's Sagacious Moment. Yeah, I might not be a serious old sage, but I've got time to think, and I like the idea of sharing my thoughts with you, my listeners. So moving on from farm life in general for a minute, I've spent a few hours this week questioning the way our language is being delivered and even manipulated, yeah. See, I keep discovering words that aren't in my dictionary or are inaccurately utilised, come to think of it. Yeah, add to that. I just hope that some of them never end up in a dictionary, although they probably will, won't they? Yeah, if it's popular enough, that is, yeah, it ends up eventually in there, doesn't it? One word I find weird, though, is wellness. Yep, supposedly the opposite of illness, yeah. No, not really. This word is now used and abused to market everything from soap to vibrators. Oh dear, not a great example, but let's move on to words like texting and addicting. They're just horrid, aren't they? Yeah. It doesn't stop there, does it? No, for me, the text part is another world altogether. Three letters for a sentence. Yeah, it's so easy, isn't it? You know, <laughs> three letters are now appearing in mainstream ads and even news articles where they don't need to rush or just use one clumsy old finger. Added to that, the most irritating thing I see a so-called news article written by a journalist that can't write an article without filling it up with other people's Twitter quotes. Yep, definitely a shortcut to fill up a page, and in the process, it gives it highly dubious, self-opinionated credentials. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Me blind neighbour old Lonnie and new to swinger old Fred's home is still the hottest venue in North Florida for a swingers party every Saturday night. Yeah, it's called Do You Know Fred? Sometimes I wish I didn't. <laughs> it's the same old drill every time. Bring a bottle, bring your wife and potluck dishes for the buffet. Yeah, old Fred mingles with like-minded swingers. That's also a potluck experience too. <laughs> and old Lonnie eats his way through plenty of free food. So when Saturday finally rolled round, Fred told me this week's theme was the sweaty sweater party. <laughs> I think it should be more like the brass monkey party, but you know. Oh dear. Well, Fred reckons this plan is to attract a more classy bunch of swingers and apparently swingers who wear sweaters are classy <laughs> well, he said it <laughs> I thought it was just because of the colder weather anyway he ended up attracting what looked like a lounge singers convention and they were all looking forward to getting sweaty in their sweaters in Fred's small overheated and overcrowded house <laughs> and then I headed home yep, very quickly on the family front when she's not complaining about well just pick a subject and she complains my 95 year old rather old nan the miserable old crow herself has a little feature on the show yeah old nan remembers oh dear it's a little bout of what's professionally termed 
reminiscence therapy. <laughs> this time, old Nan remembers Damien, the Shinty Cayman maker, death. <laughs> it's a mouthful, all right. Add to that, I have to be very careful the way I pronounce that one. <laughs> See, death is my old mother's maiden name and her family like to pronounce it Diath to make it sound better. But as you know, I call them the deaths. Keep it nice and clear for you. <laughs> so back to Damon the Shinty Cayman Maker. Yep, I said that very carefully again for you. Well, it's what you call an ancient craft for sure. See, Shinty is a kind of hockey, you know, in a way, only with a different set of rules. And a Cayman is another name for a stick. Yeah, it's about three and a half feet long. And Damon Death was the only maker in the south of old England. Yeah. But Damon was fond of shortcuts, yeah, a renowned death quality. <laughs> to save money and spend it on drink and gambling, he decided to stop using the old traditional ashwood, oh yeah, and use flimsy model-making balsa wood instead. It looked the part, but didn't do the job. Yeah. <laughs> yep, they broke in two when you hit a ball with it, yep. The only quality the balsa had was that it floated well on water. Mm, yep, and that's where the cheating Damien ended up floating to, yep, in the river. <laughs> After the shinty players caught on to his shinty shortcut tactics. Oh dear, another death best forgotten, I'd say. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, that lovely, tiny old music means it's time again for me book reviews. Yep, I get me hands on a few, and I feature them right here on me show. Just remember, I've got a great system here. Yep, if a book's shite, it goes on me composty. Sometimes, if it's really bad, you have to burn it. Middle of Road books go in me giveaway charity box, and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on me farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. <laughs> OK, then. I've ended up with just one new book this time around, and it's hot off the press, as they say, yeah, called uh, A Comman's Anonymous Life Story by Cromwell Felony Natter. <laughs> jokingly known to his friends as me long-lost relative Skip Natter, and that's a big, oh dear, here on the show. That's <laughs> right. He's got into the world of writing and self-publishing with his tell-all book about his life and times as a con man. So I've decided to do the right thing, yeah, reveal it to the public. Yeah, a public service really uh, avoids skip natter at all costs. <laughs> He's a swift expert helping folks part with their hard-earned cash. The irony is putting his antics in print. He's thinking about making money, but I hate to tell poor old Skip that this book is the longest confession in criminal history. Um, he thinks he's going to get away with everything, see? Yep, he's used the latest approach. Yep, he's calling himself a victim. Yep, a victim. So he starts the book off with a sob story of how he was born in the gutter and started life in poor and destitute circumstances. Only he never mentions how he finds crime easier than work of any kind. You know? <laughs> I'm not saying anything else, and I'm not burning it either. Nope, I'm giving it to old Nan. Yep, Skip's always trying to tap her for a loan from time to time. I suppose forearmed is forewarned, Nan. <laughs> on the other hand, if the cops get their hands on this book, they'll be able to walk old Skip 
right into court. Yep, and the old judge will throw away the key. <laughs> mm. But first, they have to solve a rather large conundrum. Yep, where is Skip Narrow? Mm. The postmark on the envelope containing this masterpiece of literature said Buenos Aires, Argentina. Yep, that's one hell of a long drive in a crown, Victoria. Before we leave the subject of books, we're going to be having an annual book award here on the Ned Nat Show next month. Yep, I've decided to make a decision on over 60 books. Yeah, but unlike other awards or shows, I've decided to give an award for the worst book of the year. And so far, it's looking like a very tight race indeed. <laughs> well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. i got a listener favourite coming up right now. Yep, me anomalies from around the world feature. This time, we're visiting the Philippines, yep, and it's a revolting foodie one, I'm afraid, yep, another disgusting delicacy from around the world. Oh yes, I'm talking about baylut, yep. It's supposed to be something for special occasions, yeah, a partially developed chicken or duck embryo boiled alive and eaten straight out of the shell with salt and vinegar. <laughs> That's oil for sure, isn't it? Apparently, it's a favourite with Filipino beer drinkers. I expect a few of them have to be seriously drunk to face it too. Oh dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother Young Buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm on his rambling state. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years, Buck naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. <laughs> Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manner. Just good old-fashioned manners. So, how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Nenat Show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings foreign. Oh dear, well, here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. <laughs> First up, though, here's his latest voicemail message. You have messages. Well, hello, Ned, this is Nigel Ponce calling you from England. Your brother Buck said he was to be shook. Yes, it does sound absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't even sound like the English language to me. Anyway, Ned, can you tell me what on earth you're talking about that I haven't a clue? All I want to know is whether I really need to go to all the trouble of shaking Buck, or whether he's going to do it to himself. So, perhaps you could call me back, Ned, and let me know. Thank you so much, old chap. Goodbye. <laughs> you know, I just love the way he introduced himself on me voicemail. <laughs> it's as if I actually know somebody else that sounds just like him. <laughs> anyway... 
Let me translate for you, Nigel. This time, Buck says to be shook. Mm. Nigel thinks Buck's, you know, deliberately confusing him again. Well, it's a weird expression in a way, Nigel. It basically means he's either furious or really happy about something. You know, he's shaking with emotions of one or the other. Oh, dear. So we're talking about Buck, aren't we? So in that case, he's either had a winning horse for the first time in months or he's just discovered he can't cover his losses and... They've set the dogs on him. <laughs> That's right, to shake the cash out of his eye. <laughs> Either way, I hope that makes some kind of sense to you. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. I headed over to me in content, little content, and neighbor rushes Stonewall Jackson Farm again this week to listen to the latest second hand news from the right centre and all in small instalments yet with a weak bladder Rush is always rushing off poor old mucker (laughs) this time we've got that brand new feature again from Rush it's called Rush Recalls and he's not just talking about his hopes for the Democrats no he's looking back at past events Oh dear. This time he reminds me of how he paid about 20 grand for his new car in 1990. And now to replace it with something similar, it's going to cost him over 60,000. Mm. Oh <laughs> Everything's gone up since then, Rush. It's over 30 years ago. Still, he reckons it would be much cheaper if his folks were in government right now. <laughs> You know, there's a point where I don't want to debate anything with Rush. Add to that the downside, or maybe it's an upside, I can't decide. <laughs> he usually doesn't manage to stay, say much before he excuses himself with that standard old statement, which I think is often his great excuse to bail on me early. Yep, gotta go. Oh dear, Rush, we've always gotta go. And flush. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me lovely neighbour, young Alice Jones, invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit-down. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Young Alice was in a happy mood when I visited there this week, though Alice ended up with an unusual animal adoption for a growing sanctuary. Mm. A three-legged black cat without a tail. (laughs) Yeah, and I thought the black ones were supposed to be lucky too. Yeah, well, this one looks like roadkill that survived the experience. (laughs) But Alice seemed sympathetic to its needs, poor Mercury. Either way, she didn't mention tarot or crystals this week as the cat is now a full-time job. Well, at the moment anyway. On the other hand though, Alice did remind me of how I should take more notice of the wonders of nature again and baffle me with a really bizarre statement. Right out of the blue, geckos have superb vision. Yeah, that's right. They can see very well in very dim light and their eyes are 350 times more sensitive to colour than our human eyes. Yeah, They don't have eyelids though, so they use their long old tongues for a clean-up job. Yeah. Yeah, that's what our permanent farm guest beyond it does too. Well, she doesn't use it for eyes though, no, just for a dinner plate. <laughs> anyway, as always, Alice's coffee cake and company was reliably nice. <laughs> 
This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, my lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, my listeners. Yep, I got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. <laughs> well... First up, I got a call from Zach in Zurich, and he asked me what I thought of the latest news about a robot dog. Yeah, it managed to hike over a steep Swiss mountain without any human help at all. Oh dear. Zach, we've talked about robot dogs before on my show, but he says this one is different as it takes care of where it's walking or climbing. It's obviously more advanced than Alice's new pet cat. <laughs> My second item comes from Lorna in London, yet she called me to let me know about biodegradable underwear. (laughs) Sounds like Fred's party last week, but they're not using recycled materials in the literal undynamic sense at all. Oh no, they're creating them out of plant materials and even using plant-based dyes too. Apparently tons of clothing ends up dumped in landfills every year, and a large amount of it is artificial fibres that take years to break down in the environment, if at all. All I hope is these new ones, you know, they don't biodegrade when folks are wearing them. Mmm. <laughs> the final caller came right out of the blue. Yep, Frank in Frankfurt. Yep, that's over there in Germany. And he called me to tell me the biggest German airline is making thousands of unnecessary flights every month. Yep, they call them ghost flights. Yep, no passengers. Yep, they have to do this just to keep their airport slots open in the EU. Oh dear, old Nan's ears are just popped up at the mention of slots. (laughs) Here in the US, the gas prices have doubled, and over there they're burning tonnes of fuel like no tomorrow. Yep, who needs European bureaucracy? This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Hey, dubious Command Agent 50% is lining me up with a new ad this week, and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> Oh dear, this one reminds me of a few sleepless nights, all right. Anyway, so here goes. Is your life made miserable by those noisy neighbourhood dogs? Yep, the kind that just never quit barking. We understand. Sure, you already tried every no-bark device on the market, and yet they're still barking, aren't they? Yep. Add to that, do they seem to bark longer and louder every night too? Your neighbours don't care. So why should you, eh? Yep, we'll put them out of your misery today here at Point Two Two Inc. Yep, it's that easy one call. And it's a better night tomorrow. (laughs) That's our hard and fast guarantee. With us, you really get the best bang for your buck in the bark quitting business. So go to our website today and sign up for silence at bangbangforasilentnight.org. <laughs> and we'll be gunning for you today. But wait, we've got a special offer and just for their natural listeners, if your neighbours decide on replacing that annoying mutt with something equally unpleasant within a 30-day period, We'll be back to solve lateral problem in minutes. 
can't be a deal like that. So visit us today and remember our motto, 0.22 Inc, your instant sleep aid. <laughs> you know, I wasn't expecting that one at all, but I've definitely experienced annoying dogs. Yeah, I got one neighbour whose dog just gives out a single bark every 10 seconds. Another's got about 20 dogs that bark all at the same time and another one's got one that barks for 12 hours straight and sounds like it's got a very bad sore throat. Mm. You know, I think I'll take a leaf out of the Point Two Two folks book and try the direct approach. Yep, I'll send the mother-in-law over there. Mm, that'll cure their back and all right. Add to that, she'll have enough food for the next three weeks. Right. Oh dear. Uh. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show, and whichever way you dice it, this show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's all me lovelies, and on that note, we better go. So until next time, remember, farmers are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters, without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednatter.com. Yep, they're all safe use podcasts too. Add to that, there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the Ned Natter Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive. And don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs> the Ned Natter Show is written and presented by me, Ned Natter. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the Ned Natter Show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media.